My name is Devin Blankenbiller, and welcome to another Going Deeper podcast where we dig deep into the bedrock of God's Word so we can stand and hold fast during these very unstable times. And uh, we're so glad to have you with us here today. And uh, as many of you know, we took a little break from recording this podcast, focusing the, the first part of our year just in prayer. Uh, however, as we're going into the new year, and continuing in the book of John in our church, we want to continue this podcast and use this time just to dive uh, to a place in John, dive deep into John in a place where we might not be able to get to on a Sunday morning because John is just so rich with so much uh, of the Word of God and, and speaks in so many different ways. And the title of today's podcast is Clarity in confusing times, uh, clarity in confusing times. And uh, we know, right, we are living in confusing times. We are in a season where it's hard to know which way is up, which way is down, who to believe, who not to believe, what should we believe. Uh, And maybe some of you during these confusing times, maybe you've been hurt uh, by friends. Uh, Maybe you've been hurt by what you've seen in the news. Maybe you feel isolated, not as well connected as you used to feel. Uh, Maybe this has affected your faith. Maybe your faith has wavered some. Maybe it's caused some doubt. Maybe it's Cause you to cling to Jesus more than ever. Maybe you're struggling emotionally, right? Um, maybe somebody who's listening here, maybe you're not sure if you believe anymore and, and you're just listening just to see if, if God can strengthen you. Maybe you're listening and you still believe in Jesus, but you just don't know what he's doing in your life or what he's doing in our world or our country right now. And, uh, and I'm not here to tell you the answer. I'm not here to tell you just get over it, but I am here to, to point us back to God's word and specifically in John chapter 6 as we open up John 6 here and we kind of continue in it. And so if you have a Bible, if you want to listen along, you can. But in John 6, just to give you a quick background, Jesus does this miracle where he multiplies five loaves and two fish and he feeds over 5,000 people. It says that there was at least 5,000 men plus women and children. Incredible miracle, right? After that miracle, the disciples cross over the Galilean Sea. Jesus gets alone to pray. But in the middle of the night, Jesus does a second incredible miracle, walks on water three and a half, four miles out to the disciples and they gets in the boat with them. They're amazed. They declare that he's the son of God and they die in Capernaum, which is on the other side of the Galilean Sea from where they're at. And, uh, and the multitude and the crowd of people the next day, they're looking for Jesus, searching for him. So they get in the boat and they cross over to the other side of the lake to find him. And they do find him. And when they come to Jesus, Jesus recognizes that they're not there just to uh, hear more from Jesus, but they just want more bread. And uh, Jesus uses this time to just say, I am the bread of of life. This analogy that you might be looking for food, but I can give you something greater, that I can give you eternal life. Uh, And so if you haven't, I encourage you, read through John 6, read through especially verses 22 to 51. And Jesus says over and over again, I'm the bread of life. Jesus says over and over again, I've come down from heaven. Jesus says over and over again, um, this bread gives eternal life. And he says over and over again, it's for those who believe. And he uses this analogy in the same way that we eat bread and we believe in it, we need to eat the bread of life and we need to believe fully in it. 
So this is where the confusion comes in. You might say, well, Devin, what does this have to do with clarity in confusing times? Let me share. Because this is, this is where it says, I'm just picking up here in verse 52, 53. Um, they say to him, how can we eat? How can this man give us his flesh to eat? They're thinking literally, right? Jesus said to him, truly, truly, I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise them up on the last day. For my flesh is real food and my blood is real drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in them. Just as the living Father sent me and I live because of the Father, so the one who feeds on me will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven. Your ancestors ate manna and died, but whoever feeds on this bread will live forever. He said this while teaching in the synagogue of Capernaum. Now, talk about confusion. Again, this is probably one of the hardest passages for people to understand, especially if you pick up the Bible for the first time and you read this. I mean, you think that Jesus is a nut, right? I mean, in 2020, you're like, what is he talking about? Some zombie apocalypse, eating blood and eating flesh and drinking blood. I mean, it's crazy. And the crowd is confused. I mean, they go from like following Jesus and crossing this huge sea to, to search after him, right? To thinking he's crazy within a minute, matter of five minutes, right? And we know now that Jesus was not talking literally about eating his flesh, right? We know now that Jesus is making the, the, the correlation, figuratively speaking, about believing in him. In the same way that he said to the Samaritan woman in John 4, that um, um, I am the living water and whoever drinks of me will, will never thirst, right? I mean, he wasn't saying literally drink me, right? He's saying eat of my flesh means fully believing, right? And now that we, we can see the whole picture, it, we understand it a little bit more, especially when you think about communion, right? What do we do in communion? When, when you have the last supper, he took the bread broke. He says, this is my body broken for you, right? Who, you know, do this in remembrance of me. This cup represents my blood. Drink this in remembrance of me. We can understand it a little better, right? But in that moment, it was very confusing. And pun intended, he put a bad taste in everyone's mouth. Because as we read on in verse 60, listen to what happened. It says, on hearing this, many of his disciples said, this is a hard teaching. Who can accept it? Aware that the disciples were grumbling about this, Jesus said to them, does this offend you? Then what if you see the Son of Man ascend to where he was before? The Spirit gives life the flesh counts for nothing. The words I've spoken to you, they are full of spirit and life. Yet there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus had known from the beginning which of them did not believe and who would betray him. And he went on to say, this is why I told you that no one can come to me unless the Father has enabled them. Verse 66, from this time, many of his disciples turned back and no longer followed him. I think the most confusing times in following Jesus are times when we don't expect something bad to happen, right? When, when we're, we're not prepared for it. 
I mean, well, and some of you, you've had confusing times. Maybe it's you've lost a loved one and you weren't expecting it. Maybe you've been serving God and someone hurt you in the church or, or someone hurt you in ministry and you weren't expecting it. Maybe you were walking in faithfulness and a difficult time or a sickness or an unfortunate event happened and you're confused and you say, why, right? And, and how about us? We're going into 2020 and everyone's talking about 2020 vision and what a great decade it's going to be. And we're blindsided with this pandemic pandemic and just our whole lives are shaken. And in their situation, here they feed 10,000 people or more this incredible miracle. They see Jesus walk on water. I mean, how incredible is that? We see this huge crowd follow him across the lake, you know, more followers. And yet within a matter of minutes, as Jesus speaks the truth, they all leave him and they all turn away from him. And for the disciples, right, the original 12, Peter, John, and James, Bartholomew, the other disciples, can you imagine how confused they were? Jesus, why are you saying this? Jesus, we don't get it, right? Why, why would you say something that would push everyone away? And we're in confusing times, right? We're, we may, are in a time where it's like, God, what are you doing? How can we possibly understand? How can we have clarity in these confusing times. And so let me just offer quickly three ways that I believe that we can see here in this text in John that we can have clarity during confusing times, especially as we're trying to walk out our faith. Number one way, first thing let me say is this, don't get offended in confusing times. Don't get offended. Okay, Jesus says, does this offend you, right? I mean, we get offended often, right? We get offended whenever we take something personally, when we feel like either we messed up personally or people are attacking us personally, right? I mean, we say, how dare you say that? That hurts me. I'm offended. Listen, as a leader, I'm attacked often. Uh, People talk about me behind their back, right? Uh, I've been attacked even in my family, right? Uh, And I'm not asking for sympathy. I'm just saying um, the more that I choose to get offended, the more confused I'll be. And the more that I choose not to allow someone to offend me, right? The more clearly I can see what's happening in the situation. We all have the choice to choose not to get offended. No, no, no. Somebody said this. I have to get offended. Listen, pride leads to offense. When we let go of our pride and when we walk in humility, we do not have to become offended. Listen, Jesus hung on a cross. They mocked him, spit on him, and he chose not to get offended. Instead, he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Another story, I love Matthew 15. There's a a Canaanite woman who had a, a daughter who was filled with a demon, and she came begging Jesus, 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 heal him, heal him. And Jesus ignored her. And the more he, she begged, um, Jesus said, look, woman, I didn't come for you. I came for Israel first. I came for the Jews. And he was not going to listen to her because she wasn't a Jewish person. And he said, uh, he said, is it right to take bread from children and throw it to the dogs? I mean, how offensive is that, right? But instead of the woman getting offended, she humbled herself and said, even the dogs get the crumbs from the table. And Jesus said, whoa, you have great faith. Let it be done. And we see that just this example of this woman choosing. I'm not going to get offended by it, right? Listen, we live in America. It is the world capital of offense, right? We get offended over every little thing. And as believers in Christ, if we're going to have clarity, we need to not get 
offended. Second thing, let me encourage you with to have clarity in confusing times is we must see everything through the lens of the spirit. We need to see things through the lens of the spirit. Jesus said, does this offend you? Then what if you see the son of man ascending to where he was before? The spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. And the words I've spoken to you, they are full of spirit and life. I mean, how many times do we look at our lives, our situations, our country, right? Uh, The news, right? We look right away through the lens of our flesh, right? And when I say flesh, I mean the natural, I mean the physical, I even mean the emotional. I mean, looking at the lens for how it's going to affect me tomorrow, the next day, my future, my finances, right? That's what we look through, that lens, that fleshly lens. And we miss what the Spirit is doing. Jesus said the flesh counts for nothing, right? The Spirit, it gives life. So when we come to a situation when we're confused and we don't know what God's doing and we don't know why we're going through what we're doing, going through, we need to pull back. We need to get alone and we need to say, help me, God, to connect my spirit with your Holy Spirit. Help me to see things in light of your spirit and light of your kingdom. Because if we can see things according to your spirit, we will have clarity. I love Galatians 5, 16, walk in the spirit, it says. And sometimes we just, we, we, we get so accustomed to walking in the flesh. We need to pull back, have clarity and connect to God and walk in the spirit. Third and final thing we can do to have clarity in confusing times is focus on what you know. Focus on what you know. As the story continues, right, it says this, it says, from that time, many of the disciples, they turned back and no longer followed him. Again, it's like, just this time, everyone leaves him. And he turns to the 12, right, his 12 faithful disciples, he says, do you now want to leave too, right? And Peter steps up and says, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. Listen, sometimes this is where we just have to live, right? We don't understand what's going on. We might feel confused in the natural. We're living in a hard season. Maybe every single day our faith is being tested, right? We're unsure of our, of our purpose, right? Why we're going through it. And we just need to believe, which I said on Sunday, cling to, cleave to, fully rely on the words of Jesus of what we know. Peter said, basically, we believe in you, Jesus. We believe that you're the son of God. We believe that you have the words of eternal life. And if you have the words of eternal life, where else can we go, right? I know Jess and I, we've been at a place like on vacation and like there's one restaurant. We go in, we don't really like it, but we're like... Well, this is the only place we can eat out of, so I guess we're going to stick here, right? I mean, and, and not to compare Jesus' eternal life to a restaurant, but just some, we just need to come back and say, no one else is offering eternal life like Jesus. So we're confused. We're not sure, but we're going to cling and focus to what we know. And I know that Jesus is real, and I know he loves every single one of you. I know that he died on a cross so that we can be forgiven, and I believe that whoever believes in him will not perish and have everlasting life. And it doesn't matter how confusing our lives in this world may get. We can have clarity when we look at what we know. And I pray that God would be and give that to you today. 
Let me take a moment. I want to just pray for you today. Lord, I don't know who's listening and watching right now, but I do know that some of us feel very confused in these times, and there's a lot that we can really focus on that brings more confusion. We can focus on how we're personally hurt or or, um, what people have done to us. We can be offended and focus on that offense, Lord. Help us to let go of those offenses and help us to not live in a place of offense because we will be even more confused, but give us clarity as we let it go. Lord, I pray that you'd help us to walk in the spirit and not walk in the flesh for the flesh will do us no good. But Jesus, thank you that if we believe in Jesus Christ, you've given us the gift of the Holy Spirit. So help us to walk in it. And Father, I also pray that we would just cling to what we know. Jesus, you hold the words of eternal life. And I thank you for that. And no matter how dark or how confusing it might get, may we constantly come back to you, Jesus, knowing that you are the way and the truth and the life. So I just pray over everyone today, and I ask that you would just continue to encourage them. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Well, again, thank you for joining us for another Going Deeper podcast. We pray that this encouraged you. If it did, hey, share it with someone or give it a like. Uh, We'd love to hear feedback as well from you, and we're just so thankful that you're with us. God bless you.